Well, hello and welcome to season two of Insane Rhetoric. There has been no shortage of insanity while we were on hiatus. I mean, come on in, sit down and enjoy the ride because you have got to hear about the Kyles. Who left Tucker Carlson and the Lynch Post cards? Come on in, take a seat, sit back and enjoy the ride that is insane rhetoric. Good morning, Insane Rhetoric. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Insane Rhetoric. How are you feeling today? Well, it's Friday. It's what? Friday. Hey, it's Friday. <laughs> hey, say, so it's the day after Thanksgiving, so you know what it is. So what's up, sister? How you feeling? How was your, how was your quote-unquote turkey day? Whatever that means. Horrible. What? What? Did it, why was it horrible, yo? Why was it horrible? man oh man (laughs) (laughs) is it it, was it in it listen was it another experience like you went somewhere and then they forgot to put something in the bag that you really wanted and it wasn't that type of experience or you were just around some ugly people that didn't have nothing to do with their life yeah (laughs) oh man so what happened what happened happened? and 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 so you know, I don't know why people think I need to cook. I guess because I'm the fat girl. I don't know. Mm. But everybody think I need to cook. And, okay, so here's the deal. Okay. I always cooked from scratch. Right. I think I've said this in the show in season one. Yeah. I, I've i always cooked from scratch. I really don't know how to cook from a box. Like, I can't cook many right. So, so you know, you got to be like uh, 30 and under to cook from a box. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, here, okay. So, you know, both of my parents have passed. Yes. I, I come from really, like, it was a huge, huge family. Mm-hmm. Like, a bunch of cousins, all this right. stuff. So I'm accustomed to every holiday, us all being together. But as we've grown older and people have moved and, you know, all this stuff, and then certain portions of the family, like, you know, have died off and like all that. And, And so, and so like, there's no big, huge Thanksgiving family thing in my family anymore. Right. Yeah, I feel you. And Thanksgiving is not my my holiday. Okay. Because I'm thankful. Every day. Every day. Absolutely, I I feel it. But my children are older. They have their lives, like you know, and so I don't mind making my mother's dressing for them. Right. Okay, because that's a little bit of dressing. That's not right. like a whole lot of dressing. Right, I get you. I get you. Okay. And they don't even, my children don't like necessarily just ask for it. If I say, hey, you want some dressing? Because what they don't know that I know is that the older we get, the more we appreciate the things of our family. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And so they are old enough to have enjoyed their grandmother's dressing. Right. So that's a memory right, that right. would be sparked for their Thanksgiving. Right. They yeah. don't know, like I know right now, even though they're in their 30s, they don't have children. And right. so it's a lot of things they're they're starting to understand. Mm-hmm. They're right on track. Like, but I'm like, okay, y'all want some dressing? Right. Okay. At Christmas time, I got a, a, a thing that I asked them that they want that sparks those memories. And they're like, yes. Okay. <laughs> so but when people ask me to make a turkey and they don't even really like turkey. But they just want a turkey. So I mean, so I mean, and you then know, like, don't nobody want to help me make the turkey. This is not my kid. Y'all ain't talking about my kids. This ain't my kids this time. Okay, I, y'all listen. I cooked from two o'clock Wednesday afternoon straight into Thanksgiving. Two o'clock in the morning. Ah, you, you, that, that's, what's that? That's 12 hours, ain't it? That's 12 hours of cooking. Because I was doing it all by myself. Yeah, that's 12 hours of cooking. I couldn't get no help chopping up no vegetables or nothing. You know what you should have did? You know what you should have did? You should have made you a corner of turkey, a corner of ham, a corner of dressing, and then, like, here's the rest of the ingredients. You fix it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm just saying. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you nuts. That's like you. That's a whole job you ain't getting paid for twelve hours. You know what I'm saying? And most people, most people that I know in my family, they they usually start maybe a week in advance or something preparing before the week before. You know, some people start maybe four, three or four days before that day. But yeah, but you know, you don't want to cut up vegetables that. I mean, that's not early. me. I don't want to cut up vegetables like that. Right. Like, so it was stuff that was prepared. Okay. Right? Yeah. But when you're doing it alone. It, it, it's time. It's time. It's consuming. I'm glad you weren't making no homemade rolls. You know, I got a chance to experience that with my mama. <laughs> when she said it was an all-day process, I thought she was lying to me. No, she, it's listen, an all-day process. Listen. Because you gotta that, put the yeast in there, let them rise, and then let them rise, and then yeah. let them rise. Like, yeah, listen, yo, <sighs> listen. man, it took. We, I got there to my mama's house at nine o'clock. We did not finish until six that evening. Yeah, I was like, oh, my day is gone. Oh, oh well, I hope these rolls. <laughs> yeah. I hope these rolls are wonderful for everybody. <laughs> They're gonna be wonderful, but it's just like, you know. So now on top of. So, okay, on top of that, I'm cooking, but you know, cooks understand that the cooking process means that you're also washing dishes. Yeah, yeah. And cleaning up. You you cook and clean at the same time so you don't have to go back. That's the process. Right. Yeah, so he so so he let he left you in there like send the fella. <laughs> just sitting, just sitting and people there. was around like the people that was around me they was out like you know they they was out like enjoying the neighbors yeah like, 
Yeah, they was doing their thing. But they you was doing their thing. But you up in there like Cinderella and uh, can't can't go nowhere, and then about to change back into the pumpkin at midnight. So then it wasn't over, of course, because it's only so much you could do when you're doing it by yourself and you got one oven. Right. Yeah. So the turkey got put in the roaster, like an actual roaster, not the oven. Uh huh. On Thanksgiving morning. Wow. Wow. We know how they can go. Slow roast. <laughs> and yeah. then, like, it was certain stuff that was being baked. Now, here's the dressing being baked fresh. Right. It was put together all the different ingredients. Right. But now, here's the Right, we got to see know, You know, so if you make cook. dressing, if you make dressing right, if you ain't making stuffing, you make it you know right. it gotta be like it gotta be moist so it's like a certain way you gotta yeah. roll that moisture in there liquid yeah, yeah no okay doubt. so there i was doing that having to put the in the <laughs> needless yeah. to say i'm tired <laughs> yeah I, I so guess what's gonna happen for christmas because christmas is my holiday Christmas, that's my that Christmas and my birthday. Y'all, right. y'all wanna y'all wanna shout out to me. Shout out to me on Christmas and my birthday. That's what really means something to me. Shout out on my Christmas and my birthday. Okay, so listen. Guess what's gonna happen for Christmas? You gonna call in White Castles? Somebody <laughs> either somebody's, you know, restaurant. Uh-huh. It's gonna cook and the hundred and seventy dollars is gonna go to that instead of mm. going to the local mm. grocery store. Yeah. Or it ain't none of that cooking gonna get done. One of my friends, they family, you know what they had? What? I, I wanted to invite myself to their dinner. Mm. They had a fish fry. Now that's different. That's different. Because me and this particular friend, we was talking about. Ooh, I don't want this. I don't want to do the same old stuff. Uh, and they family came up with a fish fry. They had fish. Granted, they eat catfish. I don't eat catfish. We would have had some other kind of fish, but they had fried fish and shrimp. Right. And then they had to go along with it. They had okay, I okay, I went southern right there. To go along with it. They had Uh, seafood pasta alfredo. Mm -hmm. At first, they was talking about having some uh crawfish mac and cheese. I, I that's when I wanted to invite myself. They was talking about crawfish <laughs> mac and cheese, okay? But they changed that to seafood pasta alfredo, and then to go with that. See, I was trying to get them to have grits, they they was like, nah, we so. Then the family voted on greens and cornbread. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's, that's too much. Listen, <laughs> that's, that's too much, man. Listen. So welcome uh, to season two of the top foolery that goes along with Phaedra and food. 
Listen, man, you know, you know what it is, big sister. You know what it is, man. Uh, I'm gonna tell you like this. Don't get put out. <laughs> Not cooking for the <laughs> like, like, what you mean we gonna get it catered? What you mean we gonna get it catered? No. Listen, 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 listen. Look, my daughter was like, my daughter, she was like. Okay, my daughter, one of both my daughters, they like me, they don't eat meat, right? Mm. So the dressing that I was making for my for my daughter, my oldest daughter, the one got married, okay, the one right, we talked right. about in season one. Okay. Right. The, what the dressing I was making for her is this vegetarian dressing. Mm. Yep, y'all vegetables. Okay. I was making this dressing. And so I was like, okay. When I saw it was not going according to my plan, and so I was like, "Okay, I'm I probably bring bring this dressing tomorrow, which means today." Mm. And she was like, "Mom, it's okay, no rush, mom, it's okay. Just thank you, thank you." And then that made me feel better because I was yeah. like, "Okay," <sighs> but anyway, what what. Yeah. Huh? What's gonna talk about? Oh, that. Well, first of all, let's jump off like this. Welcome to Insane Rhetoric and season Again? number two. Oh, okay. We didn't tell them it was season two. <laughs> no, nah, we didn't tell them it was season two. We just jumped off because we were so elated to be back. Okay, on the it's season stage. two, y'all. y'all. It's season two, y'all. Y'all ready for some more antics? Hey, listen, listen, man, listen. I'm gonna tell y'all something. The sky's not blue. <laughs> The sun won't shine tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, there are still going to be a lot of problems and insanity in your life. Hey, welcome to season two. Let's go get it. What, what you got for us? What we're going to talk happening? about? What we're talking about? What we're talking what's about? Up, what's up with this? Uh, the, the, uh, what is the, what's the name of it? Uh, the token, uh, token of a great day. Oh. Postcard. Have you heard about this? What you okay, got so this? let me tell you about you ain't what? Okay, you must know what. Okay, so it's this 15 minute short on Netflix. Y'all, mm-hmm. it ain't for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. You can get through this. It's very interesting. Even those of you who are like, you know, it's a whole new wave of people. Okay, white people, y'all come on, listen. It's a whole new wave of y'all. Y'all like speaking up loud and clear that y'all, you know, y'all hate black people. That y'all hate niggas. Okay. And like this. Okay, you saw. Wait a minute. Did y'all see the video before I tell y'all about the? Okay, listen. Did y'all see the video of the little high school girl and her friends? Now the friend had sense enough not to put herself on the video, <laughs> and the friend was laughing in the background. But it was the little girl. This one little girl. They was under the bed or under a blanket or something. They must have been having a sleepover or something. Mm-hmm. And the little girl. She was laughing and carrying on and saying how everybody hate niggas. Mm. She say, everybody hate niggas. Little white girl, she said they're niggers, they're black. Nobody likes them anyway. Okay, so we know it's a wave of high school kids. Y'all kids are not hiding what y'all teaching them in the household, y'all. Okay, they, okay, so it reminded me of that when I, when I saw this. There's a right. Netflix short 15 minutes short 
called lynching postcards token of a great day now yeah. that token of a great day is actually a quote from the back of one of these uh lynching postcards All right now y'all yeah. know the internet ain't been around for uh forever right not at all and the way we used to communicate was through the mail mm -hmm. i think i actually talked about this in an episode in season one where i said i still like to write letters i stopped yeah. writing letter letters i write little postcards Cards. Mm -hmm. to my it's mostly to my family right okay so back in the day you took a trip you got a postcard of you know wherever you went whatever special scene was from that yeah. place and then, and then you wrote a postcard to your friends and family all right and you told about your what was going on with you in a quick way um you know it was the you know social media of the time yeah it was how you communicated when you was going on vacation in different places where you were at you know what i'm saying right, right back to family yeah you remember right. that well <clears throat> There were photographers who made deals with the mayors of these different towns mm -hmm. to set up their cameras at the lynchings. Mm -hmm. And they would sell these postcards. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah. And people would, it was like a big deal that you would be at a lynching if you were white. Right. And if you could get right up front close to where the camera was, mm -hmm. it was like a huge deal. And people would like draw arrows on there to show, see, here's I here I am right here. Right here. Yeah. Like yeah. like okay. Yeah. yeah and no doubt so about it. in many places, like you would get it was illegal to sell them. Mm-hmm. But they would they there was a there was a black market. Of course. Well, we know now today as the black market, like you could get them undercover. And then they would write, like one lady actually wrote that she couldn't get it by regular means, that she got it, you know, in a, in a way yeah. she wasn't supposed to and mm -hmm. how much it costs. Mm -hmm. You know, something like a penny or something. Like, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so this is, so it's a, it's a, it's a black history lesson on the lynching postcards. What I found interesting was this, you know, we always talking about how you need to know the law. Right. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, it's imperative that you know the law. Because Absolutely. we've gone through, you know, civil rights a couple of times, you know, and what's interesting is that there's never been a law an anti-lynching law no. that no. has been uh, voted in and recognized by our United States Congress. Every time someone has brought a bill mm -hmm. to Congress, it yep. has been voted down. Down. Yep. Yep. Every time. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, one thing about it, though, 
is that there was a guy, his name was uh, uh, Dyer, his last name mm -hmm. Dyer. Dyer. Mm -hmm. Okay. He brought a bill in 1922. Okay. It's called the Dyer Anti-Lynching Bill. Mm -hmm. Now, the only thing about this is that they were able, this is why we don't know about it, because no bill has ever passed. Nope. <laughs> Get this now. Black people, you can still be lynched, lynched. legally. Legally. Yep. Okay understand you can still be lynched legally but check this out this is why i tell you about them white people the white men smoking their cigars in the conference room right because mm -hmm. guess what we talked about a while back we talked about the comstock laws mm -hmm. Absolutely. These, we we talked about it because we talked about uh, Jack Jones, the boxer, and mm -hmm. in a previous episode. And we also talked about um, the boy Aura because <laughs> those Comstock laws and the Man Act came up, right? Right. Okay. Part of those Comstock laws is that you can't, um, you can't give or sell or you know pass along pornographic type of you material. know material mm -hmm. okay it's a it's a certain way that pornography can be passed along or sold right right if you don't follow those rules you come up under the man act and the comstack law which is federal okay mm -hmm. so that particular piece of the Comstock laws is the only reason why we no longer have lynching photos. Yep. That's it. That's the only reason. <laughs> That's the only reason. And it, it's, you know, it's crazy. You can, you can take a, a lynching photo off the market, but you can do a regular lynching anytime you feel like it. Right. That's what who, I was sitting there like, who, wait a minute. Like, who, wait a who minute. Gives, we, who gives a damn about a photo? You know oh, lots of people. No, nah, but I'm saying who gives the, the, the lots of people that does is the people that's doing the wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, don't like uh, a black person ain't trying to go around finding no lynching photos of niggas. Now, what would be interesting if I find a lynching of a white man? Well, so, that's now, not that. Now, now, that I would like to see that picture. So, I, let me no, tell wait, you. Wait, but hold on, hold on, hold on. In the way that the world is going, the, the way the world is going in, and we was talking about uh the uh the, the uh 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 january 6th purge and how uh the guys we're gonna, we gonna get into that in a few but that right there is like what you seen in the movie the purge the way the world is going where you clear a clock for 24 hours and say everything you need to do to anybody is legal is on the way <laughs> it's on the way so if you if if you open up a floodgate like that, everybody's on the same playing field. So whatever happens within that time frame is what happens. 
You know what I'm saying? I do believe that it's going to be a whole lot of uh, upset <laughs> Caucasians, white people around uh, when, when things like that actually breaks loose. But right now, you're still under the constraints of some of what the laws say. But you think about it, big sister, look at it. We in the wild, wild west. We were just talking about it. We in the wild, wild west. Well, they're getting ready to change all the laws. Back to they, where they, we could be back lynching and carrying on. They didn't. They, that's what they setting up for. They putting it and they teaching their children this because that's why you have children like we talked about in season one that want to have um, slavery and they're doing slave trades on Snapchat. Yeah, and, like, and then you, yeah, and you and you're right. And then you think about like what else is going on. You think about what else is going on in in the uh in the news and how you was talking about mr uh whitfield you know and just going back into season one about that particular episode how they don't want each, want you to even teach social studies in in schools because it puts white people in a bad light well i'm gonna tell you fuck that they are in a bad light they fucked yeah, up. Yeah, they definitely in a bad life. They don't care. They taking they taking up for each other. Yeah, they always take up for each other. They always do keep. They always do keep together. Now yeah, that's one stay, thing. Even they, if they, they don't stay. like each other, they keep together. Listen, I don't know about black people. We don't do that. Well, well, I'm telling you like this is right now. Is is you better man up or or get ready to stay laying down because what's happening is if you don't figure out your plan where y'all can stick together. It, it, it ain't gonna be like what you think it is but but I, I i beg to differ to say this time around it's gonna be a, a lot worse for the op, for the opposing team and the reason i can say that because the black kids and people that are coming up now are not like what you dealt with <laughs> years ago they are not like that at all they are not passive they they are not they are not taking no no nothing from nobody they are not passive you that's a different type of that's a different type of group of people right there you know so i don't know i don't know i don't know i i I, like hey it's gonna be interesting to see what was playing out but i agree with you all the laws are changing but that's why you said uh, i like what you said we need to be aware of what's going on far as the law and the amendments and what's happening in your areas because it's it's been again worse than what it is yeah i i yeah my charlie brown face is already back and this is just the first show of season one season two Oh, it's season two. Sorry, I, I fell out season one. I got you. Okay. Listen, season two has so much craziness in it. You can't help but go back into season one from time to time. <laughs> I got, I'm, I'm on season two, and my Charlie Brown face is already back. Well, I mean, listen, I mean, you might as well keep that for a while because, uh, it, it it is what it is, you know. But hey, listen, we 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 gonna we hope we can make changes that are uh that really di- directly affect people to see things in a different light now i'm gonna I'm I'm go out on a limb and say this and please uh white people don't don't get uh too uncomfortable but i don't think all of y'all are bad now and there was a time when i would say the hell with all of y'all oh but i have come to know some uh very even cultured white people 
and they are not all that bad. Now, is, is that to go out and say, do I trust all of them? Now, nah, that's taking that a little too far. So I was thinking about that last night, actually, because there are many, 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 many white folks that mm-hmm. have been very important to my life mm-hmm. in a good way, in a positive way. Many yeah. who have been, you know, important in my life in a, in a negative way. Right. But the ones who have been very positive in my life far outweigh the negativity. Right. Yeah, and, and that's usually and so the right way. what mm-hmm. bothers me is that I now have to feel uh, mistrust. Yeah, you're between. You know, are they genuinely like that, like they seem to be, or will there be something that will show me that they are really closet racist? Well, do we do is is it a scale that people follow as different nations on how to balance what a person is to a person is it a sliding scale uh are we or do we just group them in groups because from the white person's perspective they group us in a group all black people were bad yeah (laughs) you know what i'm saying but then being the hearts that black people have they're black people are the some of the most forgiving people when there are major atrocities anywhere you can get a black person to forgive and i think um sometimes i think that's a downfall because uh for you to group a whole group of people to say you don't like them for their skin and then you, you, a black person can say well i i'll forgive them for that i ain't that I ain't well we're that not bad. like worldwide so it's not it's not an American thing. We're not like worldwide. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know. Yeah. Well, I'll I listen. I, I'm with you. I'll, I mean, granted, it is far better in other places. Like in some particular places, it's far better. I mean, why would Tina Turner leave and never come back? You mean, but you mean you mean anywhere out the United States has a possibility of being more productive just don't go to australia because you know that's where they exiled all the rest of uh the prisoners from britain well <laughs> if i go to australia to live i'm gonna go beg the aborigines to let me live with them probably be smart that would probably be that would probably be a smart thing to do and i don't have nothing against australia you know what i'm saying i'm just saying like down through history we know that's where the people from england exile their prisoners to after uh, what's his name mr thief himself christopher columbus discovered america not you know <laughs> some of them other people were exiled to australia for holding so you know hey well at this point, I want to tell y'all don't move to Texas either. Because these lynching postcards, you you what you don't yeah. know is that yeah. lynching was very prevalent all across the nation. Mm-hmm. However, it was Texas. more prevalent in the South. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. of the South's numbers and these postcards, Texas was leading the way as usual. Of course, of course. Who has the number one prison system in the country? 
Texas. 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 Texas has so strict of certain laws. It, 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 you can be on your first case and they will bury you. Texas and New York are like the strictest places you can go and get jammed up. <laughs> y'all, y'all know I'm from Texas, right? Deep in the heart of Texas. Texas, yeah. uh, Texas. Oh, okay. I, Listen, it's deep in the heart of Texas because they're some racist motherfuckers. Okay, well, I, <laughs> y'all, that was brought up in the movie too. How Texas led the way, and I'm like, see, I've been saying that on NSA rhetoric for you not like, yeah, <laughs> yeah we like we, we know that, like I said, like they are the only state in the the country that acts as a sovereign state, like they are the Vatican of Rome. It's that's some why it's things called, I like about that, and then others I don't. Like, you don't like. That's why they're called the Lone Star State. They don't go along with just the run-of-the-mill regular states that do what the country tell them. They don't. We just kind of do whatever we want. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I mean, I, it, it is. Y'all go look at it on Netflix. It's called. It's called. The lynching postcards, token of a great day. I, I, like I, I how, gave it a thumbs up. Look, I like how they use token because token represents a black person. You remember South Park? Yeah. <laughs> what was his name? Token. So listen, <laughs> the way it was used in the sentence from the white lady, oh no, it was a white man, was. He was telling this this family member or this friend, whoever this was, he was writing to mm-hmm. that this was a piece. Just a, this postcard was just a piece of something of a day that he had found to be one of the greatest days of his life. Yeah, because he had attended this lynching. They even so- talked about this one lynching here in Texas where they. And they like like they had pictures of the whole progress. You know how you be on Facebook and they show you like all the pictures they took that day mm-hmm. from somewhere they went. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they had grabbed the man and they had taken a picture of him butt ass naked. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, this is Fire from Insane Rhetoric. Check this out. Listen, we need your help in sustaining future episodes, conversations, so we can bring more of the craziness and the insanity to you that's going on in your community, in your city, and in your world. Can you please help us to donate to Insane Rhetoric? And your small, medium, or large gifts are more than appreciated. And we would love to keep this station coming to you you and giving you the information that you need about the insanity in your world so check this out please 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 donate to insane rhetoric so we can sustain sustain future episodes hey thank you once again fire out so listen (laughs) the way it was used in the sentence from the white lady oh no it was white man was he was telling this this family member or this friend, whoever this was, he was writing to mm-hmm. that this was a piece, 
just a, this postcard was just a piece of something of a day that he had found to be one of the greatest days of his life. Yeah. Because he had attended this lynching. They even so, talked about this one lynching here in Texas where they and they like like they had pictures of the whole progress. You know how you be on Facebook and they show you like all the pictures they took that day mm-hmm. from somewhere they went. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they had grabbed a man and they had taken a picture of him butt ass naked. Mm-hmm. He was handcuffed with his hands was down in front of his private. Mm-hmm. Then they took a picture of the man where they had hung him up. Mm-hmm. But they had covered a blanket around his private. Mm-hmm. Now, that's one picture. Another picture they took, not only did they hang him, but they burned him up hanging. He mm-hmm. was like a charred piece of meat hanging. Mm-hmm. And that became the standard in lynchings where they was like, if when you went to a lynching somewhere else and they they would, you know, take a picture of the firewood that was used or that was mm-hmm. going to be used. And they was like, yeah, uh, we lynched them Texas style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. But see, see, the funny part about that is if you would have left us the hell alone and kept us over in Africa where we was chilling at and living good and everything, you wouldn't even have this problem. You wouldn't well, even... Okay, so this, all this, of this started this... doing reconstruction. So you had reconstruction, right? Mm-hmm. Slaves were emancipated. Yep. And they started coming into themselves, doctors, lawyers, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, political figures, whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. And as usual... We're white people. You're taking from me. Remember the girl at ESPN? Yep. The white girl. Yep. You're yeah. taking from me. She touched. Yeah, they, they, they finally fired. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You're taking from me. You're taking things from me. You're making strides that I can't make. You're taking from me. So this was meant to be intimidation mm-hmm. so that black people would back off. So we can't do anything to you. Is, um, on the legal front, there are certain things we can't do to you on the legal front, but we can scare your ass so you won't do it. Yeah. But, but, but one thing about Black people, Black people don't scare easy. <sighs> Regardless of what they went through, Black people, is, it's hard to scare Black people because they was built to go through that and all that stuff that they have seen down through the years has caused them to think that way like I'm going to find a loophole around whatever you're trying to do to me. So they're built different. Like, that's that's the thing. When white people don't get that way, they go hang themselves, shoot themselves, and go jump off buildings. Congratulations. You know what I'm saying? Black people go through things like that. There are far fewer and in between that people do to hurt themselves. They just, hey, just go figure it out and come back out and start shooting again and try to do it again. That's That's the difference. You can't break the nature of black people. Black people can break the nature of themselves, and that's just being niggers and being ignorant. And all black people are not niggers, and all niggers are not black people. Right. So 
Yeah, go watch the Lynch and Postcards, Token of a Great Day. It's on Netflix. It's only 15 minutes. If if for anything else, you will learn something new. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good watch. It is definitely a good watch. Yeah, season two is starting off nice and hot and heavy and <laughs> it's yeah. getting hot in here, but I'm not gonna take off my clothes. I, 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 oh, okay. <laughs> I am getting so hot. I'm about to take my clothes off. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> oh man, season two. This is this is wonderful. You know, you got white people resigning because of their political views. <laughs> so so now listen. What's up? It's season two. Season we two. tweeted about it y'all we tweeted about it but okay listen it happened yeah. it happened some days ago we tweeted about it we tweeted because you know the little boy kyle rittenhouse and wakosha okay oh. he got off remember the little boy he was where well, he was the little boy when it when it happened okay he he was 17 okay yeah that ain't no little boy okay so listen he was walking around with an assault rifle he was captured on video and still pictures, just walking the streets with an assault rifle. But hold on, his mama dropped him off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know the lady that was crying on the TV? Uh-huh. Huh. That's what we talking about. Ooh. You know, she, him, and her was crying on the TV. He was crying on the court stand. That dude was making up to He got. I think he should have got an Emmy Award. Man. He should have got an Emmy Award for how he was crying hey, on the court stand, talking about he was in fear for his life, and he the one walking around with an AR fifteen. Yeah, AR fifteen. That's all right, but dude, what are you in for? For you. You are actually controlling the situation. He caught, he killed yeah. people. Okay. Listen, he got off on all five or six counts of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Every last count he got uh, off, he walked from. He was. He walked, he walked out the courtroom like he was walking down the street with that AR 15. Okay. <laughs> with his jury of his peers. Man. They said it was the Second Amendment right, right? Yeah. And it was yeah. self-defense. How is it self-defense? I'm just saying it was self-defense. That's what she said was self-defense. I, I don't know I, how it's self-defense and you the one with the assault rifle. I, I don't know. How did your mama drop you off at a rally with a assault rifle? You walking down the street and you in fear of your life and it's self-defense. You we knew purpose. it was gonna go down the road when they dropped the charge of, uh, uh, you know what he's seventeen under, under and he's age, carrying a firearm. Right. Yeah. We <laughs> knew it was gonna go south already. Then, so yeah. we knew the outcome of this case. Yeah, we knew it. We knew it. Okay. And you know the jury of his peers, they got they got to go with what they see because you know sometimes. Sometimes we on the outside looking in. We don't always hear all the evidence and see all the evidence. And we don't always have, you know, like 
okay, this was this was televised, but like you have the judge, the judge that reads the instructions and explains to you that these are the things you have to stay within these walls, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So sometimes that's why that's why a verdict comes out in a way that, you know, is different from where we think it should go because the jury does not in their little self-defense, in their little defense, they have to like stick within these realms. And some prosecutors are really, really good at making sure they've covered all those bases so that the correct verdict can be given. How many black people were on that jury? I don't know yet. I'm still <laughs> looking for them. I don't know. <laughs> you looking for them after the case? <laughs> so, okay, so so now he done got out and like George Zimmerman, he got off. Y'all go read the tweet. Go read the tweet because that's what I said. Okay, like George Zimmerman, he got off for killing somebody. Okay. Yep. All right. And like George Zimmerman in the very beginning, he is with his, you know, his walk. Mm -hmm. He, he walking to all the different uh, TV stations and having his commentaries and interviews and okay. He even been invited to Mar-a-Lago from the Baltimore of Baltimore. Okay, when I say Mar-a-Lago, y'all ought to know who I'm talking about because I'm still calling him Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Okay. But he went on Fox News with Tucker Carlson. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Tucker Carlson. <sighs> crazy. <sighs> it's crazy. Tucker Carlson called this boy a sweet boy. <laughs> okay. Tucker Carlson. Then, you know, he got, he, he about to have his little boy's number on speed dial. Okay. Personal killer for hire. <laughs> These people and their second amendment. Go read the tweet. I said that you people and your second amendment how you are abusing the Second Amendment. But listen, so Tucker Carlson done come out with some more commentary about January 6th, the January 6th siege. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> okay. It gets, it gets worse. <laughs> it gets so much worse. Uh, he said he have y'all <laughs> he think he did a three part series Tucker Carlson did a three part series uh -huh. on the January 6th siege on the Capitol again like Rudy Giuliani he used the fake news and the conspiracy theories to exonerate our Voldemort. Yeah. And the Voldemort uh, supporters, right? Yeah. 
But here's the rub. We got two men that work for uh 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 Fox Fox News. Yeah, Fox thank News. Thank mm-hmm. For Fox News. Okay. Y'all, they quit Fox News. Mm-hmm. They fit. They quit Fox News. Yep. Because of Tucker Carlson and the way that he supported or is supporting the January 6th siege. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so this is what he said. One of the guys that quit, his name is Jonah Goldberg. Here's a quote. And this will tell you exactly how he feels about it. They're not doing a lot of commenting, but they're commenting just a little bit. Right. Okay. And basically what he said was, I like this, I like this quote. It's basically saying that the Biden regime is coming after half of the country. And this is a war on terror 2.0. It traffics in all manner of innuendo and conspiracy theories, and I think legitimately could lead to violence. That, for me, and for Steve, was the last Last straw. straw. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People, you don't see how you are bringing violence. You are bringing the violence. I see it. They just don't care. I see it. I see it. That's what they want. I see it. You are bringing your Nordic Vikingish tendencies as usual. Yep. I see it. They just don't care and don't. They just want what they want. So you got him. Tucker Carlson is him using his 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 celebrity. To push that, to, to push, push it. to push that garbage, to push that mess. And when you, so when you when you side with somebody, we already know who you're rolling with. We right. are, we already it, it ain't no answer because like when you side with somebody like that that little boy because that's what he is. And I said again, Rittenhouse, that little boy because he ain't no man. When you siding with somebody like that, you are agreeing with their policies with their doctrine you are agreeing with everything with their ideologies you're agreeing with them yes you know yes. what i'm saying so i can i can respect somebody who left the company because they 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 think that they counterpart are wrong and then when you think when you think about it holistically when you think about it if a person like that thinks in the company other people would think that the whole company is viewed like that, especially if you are the number one guy. Right. Which he is the number one guy. Right, because he got a lot of, look, he got a lot of coverage that night. He yeah. beat out everybody that night on the ratings. Yeah, see, you're the number one guy, and then, so when, when you look at that, people are looking at your company and your corporation like, they all must think like that which is horrible 
We see what happened been having that ESPN. You know what I'm saying? They didn't fire just cleared house because of so much controversy with that woman and oh, she beat me for my spot and taking the man out and he left and all all, all kind of craziness. So, I mean, listen, man, listen. If you not think that way, think that way. But hey, man, just don't push it over here because you don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah. You don't know it's gonna be a bunny or a rattlesnake. <laughs> you don't know what you're gonna get. So I mean, hey, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I, I I think I think uh, I, he that 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 written house. I don't think he's gonna last long. Well, I think he's gonna last fine because he got a lot of people that love what he did. That's, he's that's, listen. He really think he's a patriot and hero. He was staying at a friend's house, and he saw what was going on at the riots, and he went down there because he felt like the governor hadn't de- hadn't deployed enough help. That's that's great. Even okay. even even great leaders have been toppled. Just look at history. I ain't got to tell you. <laughs> great leaders have been toppled. Well. <laughs> so, all right. Okay, but well, listen here, though. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, okay. Mothers and fathers, especially mothers and fathers of white people, but all mothers and fathers, but especially those mothers and fathers to be mothers and fathers to be of children, boys. And those of you who already have boys named Kyle. That's a killer name anyway. It seems to be because let's move on back to Texas. (laughs) Let's move on back to Texas. Where another Kyle. assault rifle-wielding rifle Kyle was caught on video, two different angles of the video, shooting someone. This time he shot a white man. And killed him right there on the property. He stepped out of his house and onto the property the grass and shot the man and said it was self-defense and his lawyers have they have what is it called when you when you submit the case you submit your plea Mm -hmm. self-defense okay now there's a person inside the house who's videoing so -hmm. there's two different angles Mm-hmm. And you hear the person inside the house trying to call the police. Mm-hmm. They're screaming, oh my God, oh my goodness. Oh, no, no, please, please. Just leave, just leave. Telling the one man to leave. So, so listen, okay. Let me tell y'all what had happened. Okay. Chad Reed. Okay, so this is for all you people on Twitter and everywhere else. Who always feel like y'all got to come and correct us on Twitter and everything because y'all think we don't take up for the white boys. We take up for the white boys. Remember Mr. Noah Hunter Britton. I'm going to always invoke his name. Mr. Yeah, Noah. Noah Hunter Britton. Okay? Yeah, Noah was the man. Noah was the man. Okay. 
This man, Chad Reed. Now, I, I'm from Texas, but he from Lubbock. I don't know him personally. I don't know what's up, but he was having a hard time getting his son on his day to get his son. Uh-huh. So it was some antics going on where the ex-wife didn't have the child at the house. Right. And she was supposed to have the child at the house. So it was some antics already going on. Right. And so Mr. Reed was out there fussing with her about where's my child bring the child out you knew you should have had it his right. new wife his new boo was in the car filming everything mm-hmm. everything now i'm sure she thought she was filming it because she was gonna have a child support thing going on right okay so she out there filming it they out there fussing they they cutting up they cutting up white people style they cutting up okay they ain't throwing right. no blows they just getting up in each other's face. I don't niggas. have him. I don't have him. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Give me my son. Give me my son. I don't, ha- you know, okay. Are they niggas? All right, I got you. White trash. Yeah, niggas. Yeah, I got you. Okay, so listen. Mr. Kyle Carew, he's standing on the, on the, on the patio saying, get off my property, get off my property. We don't have him. He not here. Get off my property. Get off my property. We don't have him. Get out of him. He goes inside. He gets the cu- he gets the gun. Premeditated. <laughs> premeditated. He didn't come out there with the gun. It's premeditated. Hello. <laughs> and then he says, "If you don't get off my property, I'm gonna shoot you." Then Mr. Chad Reed leaves, talking to the woman to his ex goes over and they get out. You know the white boys stand where they had a chest to chest and they be mm-hmm. fussing and fighting like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's going on. And Mr. Chad Reed says, well, I guess you better shoot me because I'm going to take that from you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then Mr. Caruth gets off the stoop and goes to the grass. They both not in the grass. He fires once. He fires twice. The man is dead. Every all the women now from both angles, from every every direction. All the women screaming and hollering. Oh my God! Oh, what'd you do? Oh, oh, Kyle, 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 what'd you? Okay, I'm sorry. Let me say it like we said in Texas. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. What are you doing, Kyle? Okay. <laughs> Uh, what you doing, you know, Kyle? We, we know what Kyle is doing. Like I. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> we don't say I like that. Right. We say I. Okay. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. What'd you do? What'd you do? That's my acting skills, y'all. Y'all like it? Yeah, I see. Okay. It. see it. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> okay. That. So then Kyle Carew stands back on his stoop with his gun still in hand. And he says, I didn't want to do that. Look what y'all made me do. I didn't want to do that. I had to I had to kill him. I had to do that because he was on my property and I told him to get off my property. I, I mean, listen, I, I I ain't in agreement with nobody killing nobody. You know, that's country right there. I ain't got time to be politically correct right now. But 
when a person has you pinned down with a weapon and they offer you a chance to leave, I think you should leave because you don't have an upper hand. It's not a fair fight. It's not a fair fight at all. But on Kyle's side, it's premeditated. He went and got the gun. When he left the scene to go get his gun, this was a this wasn't a heated argument. It wasn't nothing like that. It was it was just I'm gonna go get my gun and I'm gonna come out here and change your mind. And that's exactly what he did. He changed his mind for the last time. <laughs> so I mean, hey, uh, thank you, uh, wonderful white people showing us white on white crime. <laughs> For whatever reason, <laughs> because that situation right there, it could have been avoided. But everybody's trying to be the bigger person, so I, 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 I'm good. That's that's crazy. We we gonna we gonna check that case out. We gonna follow that case out because I guarantee you, I can guarantee you, he's gonna get off. So white people, that's that's senseless violence. He didn't have to do that. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, that that that's that's that tomfoolery right there that we be talking about all the time. Yeah. The insanity of it all, which is the yeah. reason why we made this podcast show. Insane rhetoric. Two people and your misuse and abuse of the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment says, and I quote. This is from our United States Constitution. You know, the one that the people of January 6th riders don't care about. <laughs> right. <laughs> the one that we have 700, over 700 people charged. Right. Okay. From 1789, that we have the right to a quote a well-regulated militia. Did you hear that? Regulated. Yeah. Regulated militia. militia. Mm-hmm. Regulated yep. militia. Further quoted, being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Yeah. Uh. Does that say you just get your AK, your 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 assault rifle, and just go waltzing downtown in Kenosha and just start because you think the governor didn't have enough police out there, so you just go out there and start shooting people? Nah, they don't say that at all. But you that's know, not what they say. But the, but that's how they interpret it. So I mean, uh, listen, I I just made hey, listen. If you, good job, white people. I see y'all got white on white crime too, huh? <laughs> good job. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Listen, listen. I ain't trying to be funny, but hey, it is what it is. I'm not. I'm. 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 I'm done with that. You know, because that's just so crazy to me that you know y'all just think that y'all always in the right and everything that you do, white is right. So I mean, that's what you think. That's on you. I don't care. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what these people do at at, at Twitter on Twitter. Now, let me tell you about this. So on Twitter, on Twitter, 
we had some things to say about, you know, what's been going on since we've been on hiatus. Right. And so I said in the tweet, because I just, you know, I had to say something. I'm going to say I said it. I had something to say about um, this, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse and Ahmaud Arbery. That that case was the people, the three men were found guilty on almost every charge. Mm-hmm. There was one man who was not, who was found innocent on two, I mean, not guilty on two charges. And the other two men were found now guilty on one charge. Right. But they were found guilty on almost every charge. Yep. Okay. So I said, huh, at Ahmad Aubrey on a Martin on a morning run, and Brianna Taylor chilling at home. But a white 17-year-old walks the street with an assault rifle, and it's incorrect to view him as an active shooter or fear for our lives. White folks and their privilege okay on another one about kyle rittenhouse i said amendment two and i gave the actual wording okay Mm -hmm. and on another one i said white people i fear for the lives of myself and my family every day is this how we murder? Apparently, people of color beware. White people have spoken. George Zimmerman ain't got nothing on Kyle Rittenhouse. New rules <laughs> ignore the blatantly obvious. Now, I'm going to tell you, we had some comments on that. And this is how I'm telling you that some of you white folks, y'all just, y'all, y'all just, y'all just want somebody. Y'all, y'all just wanna, y'all just wanna go out and hurt, hurt y'all some quote unquote niggas. Okay. We had one lady, she said, why would white, why would people of color be afraid? She yeah. said, blacks kill blacks and whites at rates five times higher than any other race kills anyone. And they commit the most disproportionate amount of racial hate crime. Yeah. All right, but this, did somebody you know, actually like that comment? Of course they did. She of said, did. another one says, stop the lies. The Second Amendment applies to all Americans. Well, don't you got to identify as American to be one for it to apply? <laughs> all right. Listen. I never said that it didn't apply to all Americans. Nah, you didn't say that. I said you abuse, you are abusing it because right. that's not how it reads, that you should just be out, captured on camera with your AK-47 or whatever kind of assault rifle, and then get in the stand and cry. And so you know what's you know what the funny part about that is? If somebody else had the upper hand on him, some white person just for say that would have viewed him as a threat and gunned him down, then he would have been a nationwide hero. <laughs> That's what's really funny about it. Because look at that. 
It looked like he walking behind the police. He really went there thinking he was helping the police. And they never, they didn't even say anything to him about him being there with a with an assault rifle. I'm done. <laughs> you in downtown with caution. That's a spot for not for black people not to go. Don't go. And if you don't move. You know listen. what? That's where you need to go, actually. That's probably where you need to be. They were there that night for Black Lives Matter. And they probably need to continue going there. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the whole let's take it back to the lynching postcard. Yeah. That's and the true. intimidation of don't come here no more, don't do this anymore. You know, we're gonna run away from downtown Wakosha. Nah, well, you know, I was like, well, you go down with a, a heavy force of military of your own military. Don't just go on your own. Listen, we 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 done sister, because this that's just so much. <laughs> Mr. Rittenhouse. I I can't even say nothing about that situation. I can't even say nothing about it. I don't even want to say no more about it. I don't want to say no more about it. So it's insane. It's insane. It's insanity. It's, it's, I'm just yeah. saying it's insanity. It is. It is. And that's and that's what we're here for. So we back. Season two, insane rhetoric. Listen. You know, we on every platform. Once again, we're going to tell you, we on iHeartRadio. We're on Pi, uh, what is it? Uh, Public Radio. We're on Amazon Music, iTunes. We are on freaking every, everything. When I say everything, everything, we're on it. Listen, you can hit us up at Insane Rhetoric with a K dot com insane rhetoric with a k dot com and you can check out our real talk page where we have issues that we you could bring in and put up listen the same thing applies in season two that was in in, in season one don't come with no time foolery you come with some time foolery uh my sister my co-host we'll call them people on oh, you. Yeah. We want y'all to know that we're excited to be back here at Insane Rhetoric and just get ready, get ready for the new roller coaster ride because it's about to go down. We done did some new things. We done made some changes and some things. So, hey, be excited. Tell somebody about Insane Rhetoric and just remember to enjoy the ride that is what? Insane, Insane Rhetoric. rhetoric. Bye, y'all. We out this piece. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. We are so happy to be back for season two. Thank you for joining in with us today. And this was Free Fall Friday. So remember, we will see you all again on Rewind Wednesday. We're back. And remember to enjoy the ride that is Insane Rhetoric.